Three, two, one, go. <laughs> we match. We do. Matching. We are cute. We do this, though, don't we? Like, we, do we show this, up to and we have, to, yeah. and the, we have the same outfit on. Yeah. Yeah, it's we crazy. Because it we did not to... plan this. Mm -mm. We did not wake up like this. No. But we're start we've been together too long that we're start our brains are starting to sink. Yes. Yeah. I mean I think it's a good thing. How's your day been? Oh my god, this is the first <laughs> moment I've been able to think about. Think... Run, 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 run. Is this yeah. Good Friday? This is a holiday? No, not for me. Yeah, go, me go, go. too. Yeah. I've been going, going, going all day. Yeah. And I stayed out too late with my girlfriends last night. <laughs> which I don't stay out past midnight ever. Midnight? But I, you don't stay yes, out past nine. <laughs> I know. I was out past midnight last night and I was so I had to be up this morning early and I was so tired and I'm like, oh. So yeah, so I'm like my brain's not firing on all cylinders oh, right now. <laughs> we remember that time when I went dancing and I was totally like that the next day. I'm like, I, I can't, that. I can't think. I don't I really know that. what's happening. But oh. today we're talking about um, vulnerability. Oh, and, and with good reason. With good reason. So you want to tell them? You go. Well, ahead. I was just gonna say we're about to get real vulnerable. We are about to get very vulnerable. Ooh, in three weeks. Yeah. So we have been invited by Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies, which is a local um, charity that helps women um, through their pregnancies and getting them to the end of their pregnancy with a healthy baby. That's kind of like the whole goal is to basically, right. you know, increase the, it's not the birth the rate. The birth outcomes. Birth the outcomes. outcomes. Yes, yes, positive outcomes. Right. And so, um, and so they've asked us to be the keynote speakers at their Moments Luncheon, which they hold every year right before Mother's Day. Right. And I think Allison Seligman was yes. the keynote last year. Yes. So really nerve-wracking to go behind her because she's amazing. Which is the funny enough, funny enough, I just had Allison on my podcast yes. and she was talking about how that being that she's been doing a couple keynotes lately and right. it is the most terrifying thing she's ever done yeah she feels like she's totally vulnerable mm -hmm. and putting herself out there but right. it's she's like it is such a rush mm -hmm. and i just can't stop doing it like it's my new thing i love it it's she the goes, highest it's, high and the lowest terrifying. low <laughs> yeah yes. and so i think you know uh, it's it's really interesting because i was talking with a girlfriend today who about playing it safe you know, and how like you just get in this sort of okay, this feels safe, and I I know what to expect, and yes. you know, in this job, in this relationship, in this whatever, and so you you get in this little safe zone, yeah, um, and it's hard to to put yourself into a vulnerable position, which you know that's well, what getting out of that safe zone is. I have a confession to make. What my whole life is the safe zone. Yeah. Until what your friends won't tell, tell you. you. And until the news. Yeah. All my clients, I get to pick. They're all word of mouth. I don't right. even advertise. Right. So if it's your friend, who I love you. Right. So if it's your friend, I love and, them. And you're safe. I'm safe. And right. then they come in and if they're awful, I refer them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what are my friends If I awful? referred you, if I referred you, <laughs> let me retract that. Let me retract that. I, get, I can't help you. I, I get to pick 
right. who it really clicks with. Mm-hmm. So there's some people that have clicked and they've come to me and been like, well, you're not quite, you don't work the way I would like. Right. And then there's some people that I don't click with them and I right. feel like, not you're that they're bad, but if I don't yeah. click with you, then you're not getting like the, the goodness because if I love you, then mm-hmm. like, then you're really going to get the best of me. Yeah. So I refer to people like, oh, you know what, you'd be so much better with this person or you're going to click more even with my mom, you yeah. know? But that's really, so I created an office full of people that we totally click and they're totally safe. Yeah. And I want to say my children are safe sometimes. Um, (laughs) My husband is safe and all my best girlfriends are so safe. safe. There are times I'm at Publix and I'm like, I can't do this world. (laughs) You know, where I'm like, who are these people? You know, like. Well, listen, have you been to the deli at the Fox and Boca? Because then you will not feel safe. (laughs) I live in gardens where it's super safe and there's no scary delis. But it's really true. And And when it came time to do the news or to do what your friends will tell you, this topic, Brene Brown, really speaks to me because she has these TED Talks. And one of the TED Talks, she said, I have a hangover because I spoke and I told everybody my stuff Mm -hmm. and then I woke up the next day and I wanted to die. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that concept, the more I put myself out there, the more doing these videos, Mm -hmm. now speaking in front of potentially 300 women, there are going to be people there that don't like me, don't agree with me, don't like what I say. It's very vulnerable. That's not my safe village. It's the world. So it's, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. And you know, it, it's interesting because I remember when I first met you, you weren't even on, you weren't even on Facebook. And, yeah. and the reason was because you were just safe bubble. Yeah. That was outside of your safe zone. Yeah. Like you didn't want people friending you that maybe, you know, from yeah. your past or whatever, like yeah. whatever it was, you were yeah. like, I do not, you know, so yeah. that was your safe zone. So even getting a Facebook page, I think was vulnerable. You, I just realized <laughs> are the I reason for doing all it. my problems. You want me on Instagram, Facebook, you want me doing this, you want me on the TV, this, you are the problem. That's right, I'm sorry. You're pushing me. I'm so sorry. So anyway, we're key, we're, we're the keynote speakers at this event. Um, it's May 10th, 10th, which is a Friday. If you want to come, three weeks from today. It is three weeks from today. You can buy tickets still, I yes. think, and um, you can come. And what we're doing is we're gonna. It's almost gonna be like one of our full production episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we're live streaming it, and it's gonna be super kind of exciting. We're gonna be up on a stage in like, you know, like comfy chairs, yeah. talking about being a mom. Being a mom. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Which is vulnerable in and of itself. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) What shall we say? (laughs) So Shannon and I have been preparing. Actually, Shannon's been doing most of the preparing. (laughs) She's like, I've written her whole speech. (laughs) She's like, you just need to come up with three things. I'm like, okay, I can do that. (laughs) Um, But it is, it's, you know, and people think, people think that because I was on TV for however many years, that, you know, this whole thing is so easy for me. And it's not. It is very, very different to look into a camera than it is to look and talk to a room full of people that are looking back at you. And so that is a very vulnerable thing for me. I've done a lot of emceeing, so I have been in front of large groups of people and spoken in front of large groups of people. But I've never keynoted before. But you're not speaking to those large groups about yourself. You're saying, hey, right. everybody, welcome right. to the back. <laughs> Here's my script that says, now introduce this person. Right. <laughs> right. This is right. about you. You. 
yeah, your parenting, what's painful for you, what's been good for you, what right. do you believe about parenting, it's vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is very vulnerable. So what are some of the tools that we can use to get past our vulnerabilities? Well, I, the first So these thing, are for us, yeah. <laughs> clearly. Well, we're going to need this for a couple of weeks from now. Yeah. I mean, I, the first We've thing already I, said yes, so we can't... So that's the first thing. Just say yes, Say right? yes. Just... just right. Just it. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I, I love, again, I love Brene Brown, her books, Daring Greatly, all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. She talks about you just need to lean into it and you and you just need to be vulnerable. Like you mm-hmm. need to put yourself out there. And mm-hmm. so I think the very first thing is to say yes to things. Mm-hmm. I mean, how easy for me to say no to Channel 12 or to say no when you called me and said, hey, let's do it live. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> you know, and I really <laughs> wanted to be like, tail? no, yeah. no live, you know. Yeah. And, and when we were asked about the keynote, we could have, you know, and I, I tried. I was like, that's a very busy month. <laughs> I've got a kid coming home from college. i got a kid going to college. I don't know. My kid might be graduating I was like, that that's day. Mother's Day weekend. My <laughs> husband's birthday. You had a lot of reasons not to. I did. (laughs) But at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you need to lean in. You need to say yes. And the reason, I think, is if I can reflect back to Alison Seligman, Mm -hmm. is that what I found about public speaking, too, is it is... It's so amazing. I mean, you feel yeah. so good. It's invigorating. Alive. It's alive. You, feel, alive. you yeah. feel so. It's like so many of the things we're afraid to do. I had a client recently come in who walked through some fears with something, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'm the happiest I've ever been," and yet she really didn't want to walk through it. Yeah. And she had to. Yeah. So this is one of those things. Like, if you force yourself a little bit, and then you love it. Yeah. And it's the happiest you ever feel. Yeah. So that's you know leaning in is important because otherwise you're missing out on so many things. Yeah. So I think that that's the first thing is when you know put yourself out there. The other thing that Brene Brown says that I love is people are typically not vulnerable because they're afraid of losing people. Mm-hmm. And I love what she says. I think in Daring Greatly she says you are going to lose people. Yeah. You are definitely going to lose people. However, if you are part of a village of trusted friends and family mm-hmm. and you have people in your life and in your heart and in your world mm-hmm. when not if you lose people mm-hmm. you will get through it because of those other people yeah and so that's so profound because most people want to stay alone because they don't want to get hurt right right and they don't want to let people in but it's those people you let in that get you through the other loss right exactly and the helpers will always show up mm-hmm. you know those people that you need it's so funny i was Recently, a, a lot of people have been saying to me, which is really funny, and it's not funny, but a, a lot of my girlfriends have been saying, you're replacing me with so-and-so, or you're replacing Aww. me with so-and-so because they see me with you know other Whatever. people a lot, yeah. and I'm like, no, I'm not replacing you, Aww. you know? So it's very interesting, like those kind of vulnerabilities yeah. too that you see in people, you know, when they, they're afraid that they're losing you, sure. you know? And so I think it's also important to realize that when someone is taking a different step or taking a leap, that it's not, you know, they're not walking necessarily walking away from you or walking away from your relationship. It's maybe that they just need to find themselves. You know, it's been, this has been coming up a lot with me, leaving the my career and then moving into my own thing so I've been trying to you know figure that out and I think a lot of people feel like they're being replaced in my life yeah and I think that that's something that's been very interesting that's come up with me about vulnerability and you know kind of how some of the relationships change a little bit in that well you know what jumps on me from that is the concept that I think so many of us and I don't I don't want to pick on anybody I I, let me just talk about me like Mm -hmm. when you're in a dysfunctional family there usually is not enough to go around. Yeah. There's not enough love. 
there's not enough energy or time. Dad's a workaholic or mom's an alcoholic. I mean, my mom was an alcoholic. There's not enough to go around. You're only sober however many day, hours a day. And so there's not enough to go around. Or then when she got sober and she was trying to get sober and she was you know, doing so well, she had to get sober. So there weren't enough hours of the day. There was not right. enough, enough left for me. Right. So, and so I was jealous of her, you know, um, sponsees, they call it, mm-hmm. or then she becomes a therapist and she has so many clients. Mm-hmm. And so there's not enough time to go around. So when you grow up in some dysfunction, there's this concept that there's not enough. Yeah. But what I've learned because my mom's so healthy and so wonderful is she's shown me now over the past few years, like, I'm a priority for her. Right. She might have 50 clients, but when I call her and say, I don't feel well, she's like, I'll cancel my day. Right. And she's there right. or whatever. And so there's enough time mm-hmm. and there's enough love in healthy relationships. Yeah. But if you come from lack yeah. and then you become vulnerable and you go, okay, okay, God, I'll trust Suzanne. Right. I'll let her in because she seems safe. Right. And then I get close to you. I spend every day with you. And then right. you leave the studio. Right. And you're hanging out with Lori. Right. All the time. <laughs> we all know who stole you. Right. It's Lori. Lori. And you're with Lori all the time. <laughs> I love you, Lori. I know you're watching. I saw you. And you're with Lori all the time. Then, right. my, then I'm going to say, oh, my God, you right. love Lori now. More. Or right. more. Yeah. Instead right. of, I yeah. love you and Lori right. and there's plenty of love to go around there's plenty of time to go around there's plenty of energy to go around yeah. there's enough yeah. but when you come from lack yeah. that's how you know that's it's like how it is. that old and I'm not you know, diagnosing anybody but right. I, I can relate to that concept yeah. of having to go wait a minute Suzanne loves me and Lori and Tina and right. Steph right. and who am I forget Sam, Sam. and Terry <laughs> right. and, and, and everyone and everyone and Shannon yeah there's enough <laughs> Lori know? says Hashtag just the employee. Oh, no. You have so much more. She likes you know, being with Lori you. Lori got me in trouble last night. Oh, oh just the employee. Right. She's the reason I'm tired. She's the reason I'm tired. No, but you know what? It's, it's really the case. I mean, isn't that funny? It's like she adores being with you and she loves you. You're not just the employee. And that's okay. She can love you and love me and love love all these other people. But we do get that lack feeling sometimes. You know, those of us that have come up in any dysfunction, which is like the rest of the world. (laughs) Which is all of us. Which is all of us, right? (laughs) Um, So that's important. Yeah. All right. So so getting back to your tools, because because this is really about not, I mean, we kind of got on on a little sidetrack there. But... (laughs) always do but you know this is really about putting yourself out there and doing things that you normally wouldn't do you know it's so funny I was listening to a show the other day and and it was like a dating show don't ask (laughs) someone told me I had to watch it. it's called dating around it's on Netflix it's actually really um it's really um Disturbing? Not disturbing. <laughs> it's um, it's it, it's like hard to stop watching. Addicting, like it's addictive. It's addictive. Yeah. I was like, why am I watching this show? Everything on Netflix is. But one of the one of the girls was on a date, and the guy asked her, "What's on your bucket list?" And she goes, "I don't have a bucket list." And she goes, "I just believe in living every day to yeah. its fullest, and I don't have a bucket list," yes. which I thought was kind of an interesting way to look at things. Yeah. But, you know, I also think it's important to have things that you really, really want to do one day, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that, you know, why not start today doing right. those things? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I think it's probably all about different personalities, right? The planners versus the non-planners. Yeah. The spontaneous it's versus the, the non-spontaneous. But back to, back to tools is the second thing is much like Brene Brown says, you are going to lose people. Mm-hmm you are going to be criticized. Yeah. 
if you put yourself okay. out there, you are going to be criticized. And I think you need to do some soul searching before you even do that. Like I started thinking about this yesterday and that's when I watched one of Brene Brown's podcasts about the critical people, like why the critics don't matter, I think it's called, and it's so great. And I started, and I, when I was going through just trying to find something, I like to do that in the morning when I'm getting ready, and I try to put something in my brain. Now you taught me that. Yeah, you taught it. Yeah, I yeah. used to just waste the time, but now, so, and that jumped out at me, and I was like, oh, and I felt it like, oh God, I'm speaking in three weeks. The yeah. critics are coming. Yes. So I was like, go ahead and watch that one. So I think it's important to note and to know you are going to be criticized and then decide what you feel about that, what you think about that. You know, mm -hmm. Brene Brown says, if you're not kind of putting yourself out there with me and you're not in the arena with me, I don't really care what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think for me, and I'd love to hear what your position is, but for me, I understand as a clinician that naysaying and criticism most often is about our own insecurity. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah, 100%. So when somebody criticizes me, oftentimes I say to myself, I'm really triggering them. Mm -hmm. I might be triggering them because I'm like their mom who they adore or like their mom that they hate. Right. I might be triggering them because I remind them of the part of themselves that they don't like. Karen, it is so happy to see you and do so a new episode. It's new episodes for you, Karen. Because you said, get me a new episode. <laughs> and um, Rachel says, I stopped caring what people thought about me a long time ago. It was so freeing. Yeah, it is because <laughs> so for me, I come from it from, I think some people can come from it from an angry angle. Mm -hmm. I come from it from a compassionate place. Most of the time of like, wow, I'm really pushing your button mm -hmm. and I'm really triggering you. And that's more about you than me. me. And yeah. so, and then, and then the second thing I like to do is to, um, I think it's healthy to observe what the person said and do an internal check. Mm -hmm. So say somebody says, Oh my God, these, these, um, things that Suzanne and Shannon do. Shannon just talks about herself. She's such a narcissist, blah, blah, blah. I have learned, I do want to pause and go, am I a narcissist? Is it all about me? Do I talk yeah. about myself too much? And then get to my answer and my truth, which nine out of 10 times would be like, for this circumstance, I would say, well, you know, I can't talk about my clients. Yeah. I have to protect HIPAA. So we decided we would talk about ourselves right. and hopefully it generalized. Yeah. But, and I don't think I'm a narcissist. That doesn't resonate with me, but I do like to look yeah. Because sometimes people are holding up a mirror, mm -hmm. but quickly if I dismiss that second piece and say, no, this isn't really who I am, then I let them have, it's, I'll give it back to you yeah. because I don't think that it has to do with me. It's a 90-10 rule. Yeah. When people get triggered and they're really like, you're this and you're that, yeah. it's usually about them. Yeah. Oh. And we're the 10%. And, and also you really have to take the critique into account. Rhonda says, I can totally relate to this topic. I just told... A new friend of mine that I don't like making new friends because I'm afraid of getting hurt and judged, etc. I've learned that it's okay if some people do not like me or agree with me. That's very true. Yeah. Um, I have many who love me and support me, and I'm a much better listener than talker. I like my safe zone in a nutshell, though, for the most part. When I step out of my comfort zone, good things usually happen. Yes, they do. Thank 100%. you. 100%. That comment just reminded me of another concept or tool. Mm -hmm. If you don't step out and become vulnerable, mm -hmm. you will not find your people. Yeah. And I was the person in my 20s that a lot of people didn't like because I know this might shock you, but I'm talkative and loud. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm a bit of a big, I talk with my hands right. and I move a lot. Right. And so I'm the girl in the restaurant that a lot of times people do this. like Me too. Right? They turn around and they're yeah. kind of like, like they kind of want to be like, shh. Yeah, my, new, my assistant news director back in the day always used to tell me, Suzanne, 
because she, she was Cuban. She's like, right, I swear you must be Cuban because you are so loud. <laughs> She's like, I don't know where this comes. I'm like, it's my mom. I, I get it from my mom. But yeah, yeah, I know. I'm the same way. But here's the thing. So people that are loud, that talk with their hands, that do mm-hmm. what we do, quiet people don't really typically like us because yeah. we're overstimulating for them. Yeah. And that's okay because guess what? I get a little bored by yeah. that person, truth be told. Right. So we're not necessarily a match and that's okay. But if I don't be myself and put myself out there, then I wouldn't have found you. Right. One right. loud talker to right. another who's animated right. who's got right. all these facial expressions. Got the, got the hands. Right. right. We got, <laughs> we're knocking stuff over, right? <laughs> right. So that's... We found each other. Right. So if you don't put yourself out there and you play small, you won't find your village or your yeah, people. That's very true. So thank you for that comment. Yeah, that is very true. Hi, Dana. Hi, Dana. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking, look, when I saw the Dana popped out, you know, like Dana has put herself out there. She's come to a couple of our yeah. shows, really put herself out there, and kind of started this business after like really yeah. kind of, you know, getting vulnerable. And it was yeah. something she was already doing, but she was she had fear and she had like yeah. you know she wanted to stay in her little safe zone but she's really you yeah. know she's one of those people that put herself out there and came to these came to on her own which is right. hard for a lot of people she right. didn't have like a crew of girlfriends with her she came yeah. by herself right you know it's like going to eat at a restaurant by yourself right how often do you do that right you know right do you ever go to a restaurant by yourself and eat i'm an only child i do everything by <laughs> you're like yes i do that i sit at the bar and i wave <laughs> my hands me, around that's terrifying the no, thought of sense. going to a restaurant by myself and just sitting at a table by myself, like, I'm like, oh, like, well, people think I'm, you know. That's so interesting. I mean, that's really funny that you said yeah. that because I've literally been doing that my entire life. Oh, Because yeah. I'm so used to just entertaining myself. Right. Right. So I'll sit at the bar and I'll talk to whoever got it's there. I'm the girl that people get on the plane and they're like, oh, Jesus, put the headphones in. She's coming <laughs> she's for me. Scared. Oh, she's my God. They, like, open their book before <laughs> they, they sit down next to me and they're like, you know, and I'm they're like, like oh, where are you from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like on the on the rest in the That's middle. True. Hey, fella, love your shirt. Uh, Susan says I was always told people who talk out loud they have a hearing problem. And Dana says she's super quiet, but she loves us. But we, but you know, one of the things you said, Dana, is that when we first met, you were saying like I'm trying to find my people, and then I think one day you said a really nice compliment, like I'm, you guys are my village, or you're you're my yeah. kind of people, and I would agree with that. Yeah. And and don't misunderstand me. There's yin and yang. Like my yeah. husband is way quieter than I am most <laughs> most days. Um, and he like can let me. He talk. talked more today than I've, I've ever heard him talk. And, and the guy is jacked up right now. I'm just gonna say he's he just had surgery and he's a little he's a little jacked up. But <laughs> he's a little bit of a talker right now. But typically he lets me quiet. talk and yes. he's quiet. So it's a yin and the yang, and that does. But there are certain people that trigger each other that yeah. way, and that's not the truth for you, Dana. We love you, and you love us. But there are some people, you know what I'm talking about, yes, in the restaurant, 100%. and they look over their shoulder like, yeah. Yeah. like why are you being, being so, so loud? loud. Yeah. So there's people that we trigger that way. Yeah. The other thing I loved when it, cause about the Brene Brown stuff was her talking about the critics. And, you know, and I think what you said earlier about the, the critique and, you know, you, you got to sit with it and really say, is this something that I need to look at, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, being... On the news for 20 plus oh, years, wow. I had a lot of critics. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard all kinds of critiques. I'm sure. I mean, from everything from the, my dress to my hair to the way I talk to, you know. And listen, 
if someone's if I, so if if the, my outfit or my hair or my accent is triggering you, that's on you. Yeah. Um, but if it's something about you know, hey, you could have told this story a little bit differently, right. or hey, you know, I don't think you got all the facts on this story. Mm-hmm. Those are the those are the cr- critiques that we're talking about the work, or hey, mm-hmm. this was gr- this sentence was grammatically incorrect, like. Those kind of critiques, I'm good with because mm-hmm. they are trying to make me better, right? And and make my craft better, right? But if you're just gonna pick on the way I look or how fat I look on TV or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, then that that's something I didn't really. Then I, you would respond like this: yes. <laughs> Trolls will be blocked. <laughs> That was my first experience with Suzanne when we started working together and somebody wrote something awful and I was like, oh, she was like, she wrote back, trolls will be blocked. And I was like, okay. Well, I was a little bit, you know, I got to a point. Here's the thing. You know, when you're on social media, you, there's a couple of things you can do about the critics. You can ignore them, which I did do for a very long time. But then I got to a point where I was like, it's not okay. For these mean. people to be mean. Yeah. And and you know, at some point in my career, I decided that, yes, your dog is li- <laughs> literally has been licking my feet the entire time we've been on the She really thinks she's going to get kind of has been licking my It actually feels really good. Okay, she can see it. this dog just licking my feet the whole damn time. So, um... So, but, but, you know, I got to a point in my career where I said, you know what, this is ridiculous and it's not okay. It's not okay mm-hmm. for people. And I want, pe- I wanted people to know that it's not okay for, for you to, um, to use your computer or your, your voice or whatever it is in a way that is just to be mean to someone. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. You know? And so I, I started to speak out. Now I'm a little less. You know, now I just, I'm, I'm back to ignoring people. <laughs> I go through different phases. I go through the, I'm fighting back phase. Don't mess with me. And then I go to the, I'm just going to ignore you phase. But I'm in the, I'm going to ignore you phase right now. You two are my therapy inspirational. Everyone take note. They won't make you smile. Oh, Thank you, love Dina. Dina. Hi, Rhonda. Um, so, so, yeah. But I love that about Brene Brown. The other thing that she said that I thought was really brilliant was that... If you're like she's she was putting herself out there, she was being vulnerable, she was doing the work, she was in the trenches. Yeah. And the people that were that were saying really awful things mm-hmm. on all these <laughs> comments that she wrote, she read, um, she she's fine. Monkey's fine. Come over, lick my feet. This lick my feet. Yeah, I interrupted a <laughs> lovemaking session lick here. Lick my feet. Um, the other thing that she said was, you know, I'm in the trenches. If you're if you're not in the trenches and if you're not putting yourself out there and if you're just gonna hide behind your computer screen and be nasty, then then I don't have I don't have I don't I'm not interested. I'm not interested in what and you And I have won't to even say. read what you have to say. If you are in it with me, if you are in the trenches and if you are doing the work and if you are mm-hmm. putting yourself out there, then your critical voice has more weight. Than someone who sure. is just scared of the standing corner. on the sidelines. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting too, and a good way to also look at the critical voices. 
And, you know, it's so funny. She was talking after, what was it, a, a speech she had given or something? Yeah, yeah. She and was. her friends and family told her, the one thing you should not do is read any of the comments. <laughs> so what was the first thing She's she like, did? She's like, so while I read all the, the comments, comments immediately. <laughs> That's right. Yes, which I call a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Yeah. You know, when you go looking on Facebook to see your ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend that you know you're going to want to die as soon as you see. Right. Don't do that. Don't do that. So don't, that's don't another tool. Don't be stalking, tool. yes. Don't, don't walk <laughs> towards the criticism. Yes. You know, don't try to, don't try to feel the pain. It's like, yeah. God, when I was in my 20s, I used to listen to Sinead O'Connor. Oh my right? God. Uh-huh. She moans Nothing. through everything. <laughs> Nothing compares to, right? Like, oh my God. Don't align with the pain. Don't try right. to seek the pain. Mm-hmm. Don't look for it. But, you know, the other thing is um, a lot of people try to hide behind the whole concept of honesty. And that really can get me like, I'm just being honest with you, Suzanne. Uh, yeah. And so here's what I want to say to all of you. Honesty without compassion and kindness is called cruelty yeah okay so please be honest with me but you need to add kindness and compassion so that I can actually hear you right yeah so if you say it's really distracting when you talk with your hands Shannon I wish on your video you wouldn't talk with your hands I'll be like wow that's a really good point yeah it's distracting thank you that that makes sense to me I can now sit on my hands right right I don't know that I can talk no and you know but you know that kind of feedback instead of like you're so stupid yeah and yeah. airheaded. You look ridiculous talking with your hands right. like that. You know? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's all in the way you say things, too. A hundred percent. Right. Um, so I think that those are some good tools as far as vulnerability. But yeah, we're going to be putting ourselves out there. Whew. Putting ourselves out there. If you have any there. tips for us, let us know. Because <laughs> we're right. a little bit worried about I, it. I told Jan, I go, do we need a PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> She's like, Suzanne, I don't think we're going to do that. It's not that kind of game. <laughs> yeah. Everybody pull out your notebooks, please, and turn to page 17. That's right. We're going to start with why this is hard. We have the top 10 reasons why mommyhood is hard. (laughs) Yeah. So we are giving a speech. If you missed the beginning of our video, we are going to be the keynote speakers at the Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies of Palm Beach County. Um, moments. Babies. Babies is the drink you had last night. Babies is what we're going to actually no, I actually had a Paloma, which was delicious. I never heard of it. It's got that's, tequila instead oh of. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But, but it's, nice. it's similar to a Babies. Oh, that's but it's interesting. Got, you know, it's kind of got the hey, Mike. Whatever, whatever it is what it is. Hello, Mikey. Really enjoy your videos. Oh, thank, thank you, Nancy. Nancy. Hey, Wendy. Hey, How are you Andy? doing? Um, all right. So anything else you want to talk about? It's not personal if we turn it off right after you signed on, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy's like, Wendy's watching. Bye. Um, (laughs) See you later. Um, anything else I want to add? I mean, it's, I could talk about the topic forever, but I shouldn't, but I just, I, 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 this is a good topic. I think it's really hard for all of us. Somebody, I think we could loop in. Somebody had asked, you know, when they were giving ideas for topics, they said, I want to be more vulnerable, but every time I do, I get hurt. So I think that would be kind of my closing contact, con, statement, comment. I can't, it's Friday. You know, it's a holiday, you guys. We're just doing our best. Um, That they said, every time I put myself out there, I get hurt. And so again, just like Brene Brown would say, yes, you are going to get hurt if you let people in. But here's the thing, in healthy relationships, 
Have I hurt you, Suzanne, in two no. Yes. We hurt each other. We hurt each other. But yeah. guess what? In healthy relationships, I come and say, hey, ouch. Or you come and say, ah, that was painful. Yeah. And we talk about it and we modify. Right. And thank God. And we're still, we, it makes us actually stronger. closer yeah. and stronger as yeah. a result of it. Right. So you're, if you let people in, they're going to hurt you. Yeah. Hopefully not intentionally. I tell right. people first session. I might hurt you. Right. Please come back and tell me if I do. Right. Because it's not intentional. Right. So if you love people and let people in, they're going to hurt you and you're going to hurt them. Yeah. Believe it or not. And so healthy people talk about that. We communicate. We give yeah. feedback to each other in gentle ways. Yeah. And then we change our behavior. You know, it's so funny. This is coming up for me that you say that last night when, we, when I was out with my girlfriends. And so my one girlfriend, Jenna had to go to an outpatient um, place today. She had to get a procedure done. And- um, Did you sign HIPAA before you gave that information? <laughs> right, I'm sorry, Jenna. <laughs> she violated. I didn't give away what procedure. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know. It, something small. <laughs> anyway, something small. <laughs> um, so she, so, so Lori, who was out with us, goes, well, can I drive you there? And she was like, Oh, I was just going to take an Uber and like, it did not even occur to me to ask, you know, do, do you need someone to drive you there? Right. Like didn't even occur to me. Right. But it, it of course occurred to Lori because she was like, you know, she was, that was the first thing that came she's out of her a, mouth. She's a mama bear. Yeah. Mama and so bear. I was like, oh my God, like, it, but it's stuff like that where yes, people may not realize that they're right. they're hurting you or they're not thinking of something that you might need and it's not personal. and it's not personal mm -hmm. it's just like it didn't even pop in my head mm -hmm. it popped in Lori's head right you know and so I just think it you know it's always good to be you know to, to that's why it's good to be vulnerable and to ask for help or mm -hmm. ask for what you need or say this hurts me, you yeah. know, or whatever it is. So. We're not actually psychic. We don't right. know what I need is not what you need. Right. It's, you know, oftentimes it's the opposite. Right. So you think to yourself, well, Shannon probably doesn't want me to bother her right now. Her husband just had surgery and maybe right. I want you to call every day. Right. Right. So it's like yeah. being able to communicate. I did, right. by the way. Right. But, <laughs> I was like, did you want me to call every day? Because I did not. <laughs> I'm a bad friend about that kind of stuff. You know she's that. Like, she's like, how's everything going? I wrote a big thing back and I never heard from her again. She didn't even put like a heart. <laughs> she's like, okay, I guess she got the message if he's alive. There's like 10 text messages on my phone right now that I really need to reply to people. And and I am so bad. I am so bad because if, if I don't answer right away, I forget. It's gone. It's and then it's gone. Yeah. And it's like, I no. never replied. But you landed with the question. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm like, da, da, da. and, and then I, then I never... didn't even realize it until I went to write you back again for something else. And I was like, oh, God, I, I never know, responded to that text. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, well, what can you do? No. Wait, you're not psychic, says my career. Well, I, oh, wow. I am. <laughs> you are psychic. She is. You guys should be drinking some wine. It's Friday. Oh, God, no. No, but... I'm already drunk on life right now. So we're both under the influence of like the full moon. So we're good. That's true. Yeah, we are. We're we little, are. And I, that's what I'm blaming for my last night. Antics, <laughs> the, full the full moon. So that's what we got for you. <laughs> All right. So go be vulnerable. Yeah. Go do something that you normally wouldn't do. Step outside of your comfort zone. Your safe box. Your safe box. Zone, yeah. You know, even if it's like just 
Going to lunch by yourself. Going to I lunch by yourself. Which I like would never, you know, I very rarely would do that. Sometimes I've met I the do. most amazing people. people. Yeah. The mo- like the bar at, like a perfect example would be the bar at, um, not, oh, not Food Shack, but the other place, Leftovers. They have yeah. a bar and you sit and you just get to know the greatest people. people. You know? Yeah. And you know, it's really funny because my yoga class, it starts, I do a, a seven o'clock yoga class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, I just give away my whole schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and she's driving a blue Mercedes. Not, so if you want a mugger or whatever, that's where she'll be. First of all, I do not drive a Mercedes. <laughs> I know I had to kick over something. <laughs> Don't tell them what you drive. Um, and so I, you know, every time I walk in there, I literally walk in like five minutes before the class starts. And there's everyone is in there and they're sitting on the couch and they're all talking to each other. So obviously they get there a little early and they're all like this little cute community and they all know each other. And I like blaze in at five minutes till class and don't talk to anyone. And I'm like, you know, I really should come a little bit earlier and talk to these people, you know, and just like get to know them more because I do yoga with them all the time. But But if you get more friends, then we're going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) Because then you like them more. (laughs) I know, but it's like I always feel bad because I feel like, you know, I feel like I should come in and like be more of the, you know, the yoga community because I do, you know, I do yoga with them every day. And these are your people. You love yoga. You believe in yoga. These are the people that you might really gel with and find like, you know, a lot of, a lot of commonalities. Yeah. Well, I was going to say a date. (laughs) <laughs> no. no no okay no I mean listen I, I think I'd be better off going to CrossFit to find a date than yoga that's like, true usually that's they, true. I mean this is okay this is very stereotypical this is a very stereotypical comment I'm just gonna say it because I'm a yogi but the, usually the men that come to yoga are not they're not interested they're, well I don't know I'll t- guys that go to yoga because they're like what guy is not smart enough to go to yoga I'm where all the women you, are hot and right. bent upside down yes. in their spandex i'm like this is like the if i'm a if i'm a guy looking for a woman like the yoga studio is the best place Duh. but i think i need to do the opposite like if i'm looking for a yeah. day i would need to go to like the true. place where all the guys go that's true and like you know? the more like <laughs> kind of guys crossfit right <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> okay we got off topic there <laughs> We missed you guys. Yeah. So thank you for you encouraging us. Karen is not her type. No, not her type. Yoga guys are not her type. I don't know. I mean, there are. Okay, that was very stereotypical. <laughs> now all the all the guys in my yoga class are gonna be like, nice, very nice. <laughs> no. that you said that about. Sorry, us. we're not good enough for you. <laughs> Mike says Shannon the matchmaker. Hello. <laughs> um. All right, man buns. <laughs> Your son, exactly. Yeah. I'm not ah! dating yeah. your son. Well, and he's a CrossFit kid, <laughs> right, too. So he's, it's interesting. So he's got a, he's a, he's, he's, he's a, a CrossFit kid with a man bun. Yeah, he's, con- right. he's confused. My kids are confused. There you have it. <laughs> and we're going to speak at the Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies. They your us. dog is barking. She's like, shut up, because you guys are really going off on a tangent right now. All right, well, vulnerability comes, yes, you want to say one more thing? May 10th. May 10th. If you want to get tickets. Lunch. They're still available. At Mirasol. At Mirasol. 11.30 a.m. In Palm Beach Gardens. It's Mother's Day weekend. Come Look. treat yourself. Yes, and we are live streaming. Our crew is live streaming it, so it will be... So you can also watch us. Um, right. But don't I, come. 
but don't come. Yeah, because that'll be a lot more fun. We are going to be answering questions from the audience as well, so people can ask us questions. Ask her questions. <laughs> no, I always say, free stop. therapy. Stop <laughs> free it. therapy with us. Shannon. You're brilliant. Don't try hi, to hide. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. All right, guys. Well, we are going to um, say goodbye and happy Easter. Happy Pat to say happy. I think so. I said happy Passover this morning, okay. so if I did it wrong, please uh, right. text me. <laughs> well, we hope you all enjoy your Passover, your, your Easter yeah, whatever you celebrate, whatever you celebrate. safely and yes, with and family a, and love. Have a great, great weekend, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.